Okay, welcome back to another episode of Steroids Are Good. We are joining you uh, a little later than planned this week. There are some unfortunate technical difficulties, so we do apologize for that. So it's been about a week since our last episode. Uh, how's, it be- how's it going, Dex? Oh, I was going good, going good. Just, you know, just in the week looking at all these updates with sports and, you know, media. Just really ready to talk about some some things that's going down in the sports world. How about yeah, yourself? same here. You know, it's been uh, some nice news that's been coming in. Well, not of it has not all of it has been nice. Not all of it has been good news, but you know, some news has come in, which is good. And that way, you know, we have actual things to talk about, which is good. So yeah, let's uh, get right into it. So I think um, the biggest, in terms of like, I think a long-term impact type of thing is probably that. The Washington uh, football team has decided to officially change their name. Um, their name, which was previously yes, yes. a, you know, pretty much considered like a racial slur that the owner and I think the NFL was pretty much refusing to see. But now they have officially decided that they're going to change their uh, name. So, you know, I think that we both decided that this is a good thing. So rather than, you know, asking what you think of it or something like that, Dex, what do you think would be like... I think, I don't know, a good option to, like, change it to. And do you think that um, this is any sort of actual progress? Or do you think that this is just because of uh, external pressure that the owner was facing? Um, For the name, I don't know what I would actually choose um, for the nickname or, you know, whatever. I haven't even gone that far. I'm just surprised that this actually happened, to be honest with you. I know the way the social climate is right now, but I'm still very, very taken back that they actually got something done, you know, and um, it just it's just amazing. I like I, you know, I'm part Native American. And so it's, it's just amazing to just know that things are happening, not just for black people, but for all you know, people, all justices, all issues. And so really a great thing that happened. You know, I, you know, I really, really like it. Um, I don't have a name uh, for it. I don't know the Washington. No, I can't say the Washington generals. <laughs> can't do that. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Just something. But I'm like I said, I'm really happy that that happened. I do see that it it the outside pressure for them to change the name made the biggest difference but it's not like it was outside pressure of like um um like little like people storming the the stadium and saying they won't buy product it was fedex pulling out it was amazon saying hey we're not dealing with you it was nike that was like hey we're not doing this and so i see some type of change in that instance like i really do like that i mean i like it just for on the native americans that they need to stop with all these native american like like slurs and you know just things that are very unbecoming it's really really terrible but um I just I just I don't know I just really am happy about it I don't feel like it's a I don't feel like it's a patch like a patch like you know I say I I say a lot of things are band-aids and symbolic sometimes symbolisms are not as much as actually getting it done but this one actually meant something to a, a certain demographic of people and I'm really really happy with it what would be your nickname for it and how do you feel about it? do you feel like this is just patch up work or do you feel like this is actually this actually made a difference um so I guess I can address the actual uh like what I think about it first and then go into the nickname because I'm kind of having trouble with that too too so um yeah I think that it is kind of like a symbolic patchwork type of thing this is yeah like you were saying this is uh the owner um you know Dan Snyder who we covered I think last week or maybe it was a couple of weeks ago he's a real piece of shit 
and he was refusing to change his team's name for years and years. And basically, you know, he kept getting like these like tokenized like you know he was just kept bringing in these random Native American people that no one had ever heard of and getting them to getting them to defend him basically, which I think was pretty shitty of him to do. So yeah, I think that changing the name is good, but ultimately really give him any credit for it. Like you said, it's Walmart. It's it's uh I don't know Walmart, but like FedEx and. Amazon and all these companies that are deciding not to do business with them anymore just because of the current social environment when hey those companies were deciding to do that before and they thought the name was perfectly fine to do with uh, to deal with before so you know they're just um, reacting to whatever's going on right now and it's a good thing but yeah there more change needs to be made in terms of more teams you know the I can definitely think of like the Chiefs and the Braves and the Indians for sure. Um, the Blackhawks, I don't know. The Blackhawks, uh, that's like, I think that's a specific tribe, right? The yeah. Chicago Blackhawks of the NHL. So I don't know. If they feel like they're being represented by that and they don't feel like that's negative or something, then maybe, and I don't know, the Blackhawks are actually like a pretty good team. So maybe they, they'd like being associated with a team that's successful. I don't know. But yeah, I think the Native American mascot, that whole thing, not to rip you, but okay, so. The Blackhawks, I don't really mind because it's not like they're like doing some kind of like slur. I don't like the Cleveland Indians because, for one thing, they're not from India. Like that's not what it is. And the Cleveland Indian is red. He's smiley. He looks like just the worst version of a Native American you could ever think about. And so. I really want Cleveland to change that. The Cleveland Indians, that's just terrible. That's not that that's not even that's not even their real actual like ethnicity. And so it's like that one could definitely change. You heard Atlanta, Atlanta Braves said they're not gonna change uh their name. How did you hear about that? I didn't, but it makes sense. Um, you know, the Braves have been like this weird team. They moved out from Atlanta and moved to like a suburb, basically. They have kind of been like this weird team. They have a weird fan base where they basically ask the fans to stop doing like the tomahawk shop because, you know, basically it was like appropriating Native American culture and stuff like that, but the fans kept doing it. So I don't know. They're the. Um, Braves are kind of a weird team, you know, kind of on an unrelated note, just so we talk about baseball a little bit. They actually signed Yasiel Puig today, which I which I like, you know, Yasiel Puig is like a good player. And, you know, he gets, I think, unfairly crapped on by the media Definitely. and, uh, you know, a lot of players because he's someone who's kind of like exuberant and expressive. I kind of relate him to like Cam Newton, I think, you know, someone who gets, you know, kind of shitted on by the media, unfortunately, a lot. But yeah, it's uh, good to see him getting a job with the Braves there. But yeah, so to return to the Redskins, or sorry, the Washington team, I guess now it's in the, they're not called that anymore. I don't know what they should be called. I mean, the presidents, maybe the senators. Uh, I don't know. The monuments might be a bit of a loaded yeah. term right now since everyone wants to pull <laughs> statues down and stuff like that. So yeah, I don't know. Something like that, maybe something that has to do with Washington D.C. I don't know. Uh, maybe something like that. I don't know. Washington D.C. I feel like is a town that doesn't have like a lot of like a historical culture behind it. You know, I mean, there's like a hardcore. There's like hardcore punk came out of Washington D.C. So, but I doubt that they would call themselves like the Washington Black Flags or something. <laughs> Like that, so yeah. I don't know. I think, uh, yeah, I think that's going to be kind of a weird. I think apparently Warriors is where they're going because they want to honor the military or something like that. They want to call it the Washington Warriors. So I don't know. That would be better than the Redskins, I guess. Definitely. So yeah, uh, hopefully that is a step into the right direction. 
So, um, in terms of, you know, we were talking about bandages and putting a bandage on things and things like that. Um, a lot of NBA players have actually been announcing now that they're not going to be wearing any social justice messages on their jerseys. LeBron James has announced that he's not wearing any um, messages. He'll just have his own yeah. name on his jersey. I think Jimmy Butler said that he won't even wear his own name. He'll just, like, leave it blank just as a show of solidarity. Anthony to, Davis. So, like, I think Anthony Davis won't do it either. Something like that do it either anthony davis is putting his own name on there yeah yeah he's on name on there too so you know we've started to see more players kind of like um you know what we were talking about a couple weeks ago and basically saying that this is like a symbolic gesture and these are really like vague and like nice sentiments that ultimately like more should have been done than like just saying this stuff so do you agree with those decisions do you kind of like agree with that whole thing of like this is more of a symbolic thing than any actual thing that yeah of course i do you know how i felt about this you you everybody knows that listens to our show knows how i feel about the nba right now they're no better than the nfl they're not. They're not any better than NFL. Okay, so you write a list that's approved of what they can say, for one. I don't feel like that's even representing – that's not a representation. If LeBron if LeBron James – like, I know I harp on LeBron a lot, but if LeBron James said, hey, I want to write something, and I wanted that to be on the back of my jersey, and they're like, oh, no, that doesn't pass, or no, we're not okay with that, you have a freaking problem. Like, that's the point blank simple. That's the face of the NBA. That's your golden goose. That's your golden egg. Like whoever, whatever you want to call LeBron, he is the dude. You know what I'm saying? That he is the man of the NBA. And for him not to be able to put what he wants to put, and you know that LeBron stands up for social issues repeatedly, over and over and over and over again. Yeah, LeBron is like, LeBron is like even among like players who talk about like social justice and stuff like that lebron is like a unique example because he's actually put yes. that into practice with the school that he built like i think it was either last year or a couple of years ago in cleveland uh, he built a, he built like a little school there and gave all the kids there like bikes and stuff like that you know he did this really like big important thing like he, he showed up for school, hillary basically. he showed up for hillary during the dim- yeah, during he, the race yeah, he, the, the ca- yeah, presidential he, race yeah he sure yeah he showed up for her even though she did ultimately lose but he did show up for her uh all that stuff you know he did he you know he's actually legitimately done things that you know people have kind of just talked about and he's tried to make like tangible and you know actual yeah. legitimate changes and stuff like that which is good so i think that him like not kind of like you know deciding that these messages shouldn't you know aren't enough or like are basically not you know i think they said that the players wish they kind of had more input on that so i don't know uh, it seems like a lot of players are going with equality or black lives matter and stuff like that and those are good sentiments but yeah i think that the more should be done in terms of more should have been done but yeah uh, i mean as long as some attention is brought to it that's nice i guess but ultimately um you know i've been saying this a lot but you know the nba is one single corporate entity and it's not going to be able to affect societal change by itself no matter how many messages or whatever good but they're not even show. trying so, you know this is like like they're, they're they, but yeah, they, they, yeah the owners are not, not trying, trying the owners i see mark cuban he threw some kind of summit where people talked about you know uh social injustice and you know you know, systemic racism. But other than that, like, and in Mike, you know, Mike put up a hundred million for 10 years, whatever, whatnot. But I'm not going to say like, that's nothing. Of course, Michael is doing what he has to do. And, you know, Mark Cuban, you know, but the rest of them, where are they at? Especially, I'm looking for Dan Gilbert. Is, is Mike the only black owner? Mike is the only black owner in the NBA. Majority. Yeah, I think there's like some, there's like, 
Yeah, there's like a couple of I know there's like a couple of Asian and like South Asian owners and stuff like that, but I think Mike might be the only black majority owner. Yeah, he is. Yeah. So, you know, ultimate ultimately for these owners and stuff like that, um, on a micro level, you know, it doesn't really matter to them who's president. All of them are like billionaires, so you know, they're gonna be fine no matter who's president or where policies are in place. But like on a macro level of talking about like the Black Lives Matter movement and stuff like that, the only one that it really directly affects is Mike himself. So, you know, these owners they don't really have to do anything to like you know they don't i guess maybe they just don't feel the pressure of like the societal change and stuff just because they are like rich and kind of insulated from like the real things that are happening in the world and you know a funny thing that happened is actually uh, Dex, i don't know if you saw this but apparently a bunch of like the caterers and like the chefs that are coming in they apparently like the restaurants that they're connected with are connected to like the rockets owner uh, Tillman fertita like his businesses and yeah, stuff like yeah, that definitely. like you know instead of using like local orlando like black owned businesses or stuff like that even in this current time of like uh even in this current time where players are trying to you know do some social justice type of stuff they're using like one of the the one of the white owners who's like a really vocal like trump supporter like using him and his businesses to kind of like fulfill their stuff so yeah i don't know man. yeah it just kind yeah, of and like it's, and it's, doesn't yeah and it's, I'm not it, and it's really terrible like i like out of like i just i don't like sit there and people labeling uh organizations progressive or proactive or like pro like you know you know what i'm saying i don't like people naming organizations and stuff that's not really like honestly why there was never a problem or a discrepancy with you know the national anthem being uh done in the nba is because they made you come out and stand for the national anthem that's actually in the yeah rules you're not you're not allowed to kneel or anything like that so there isn't going to be an issue of and like like it was in you the nfl because that. the nfl didn't have a role yeah yeah and now and now they're picking out the messages uh the owners are not really vocal about it i don't see nothing but only but mike and mark cuban i see and then i don't see any like owners i know a couple owners in the nfl is like okay well we'll throw like uh, seven hundred twenty-five thousand dollars a year. So we all do it all together for go for like, uh, you know, black movements or whatever, whatever, whatnot. But I haven't seen the NBA do none of that whatsoever. And then the thing about it is like, I'm just gonna put it out there. Uh, I'm gonna say her name again, Brianna Taylor. Like, there has been no type of arrest of these murderers or these or her killers. I'm just gonna put it out there. If anybody's listening, I don't want the like the momentum to stop. I said this every single time we're on this. The momentum does not need to stop. Brianna Taylor was killed. She's a she was an EMT and she has not had justice for her life. So keep saying these names. I'm gonna say at least one name every single week that I know is not gonna be just black. It's not gonna be just what I want justice for all. But Breonna Taylor deserves to have her justice. She deserves to rest in heaven, knowing that her killers are actually serving their time. So yeah, you know, she, push for Breonna Taylor. She was killed in her bed. Like just a horrible situation there, man. Just that thing was pretty horrible there and you know apparently did you see the news story about apparently like the police like complaint or whatever that was originally filed against her was like related to like gentrification or something like that so you know just a bunch yeah, of like it was just a bunch of racist shit all coming together and unfortunately um resulting in the untimely loss of this uh woman's life so yeah um by the way shout out to her uh, i think her it was her fiance or her boyfriend who's like apparently he's like was like shooting back at the cops and uh at first he was going to get charged but then they decided to drop the charges against him so you know good for him um you know he doesn't deserve to go through all that stuff while he's in mourning with the, the loss of his partner and all that stuff so you know i'm glad yeah, that definitely. at least the charges were dropped against him 
So, um, you know, now that we have started talking about the bubble a little bit and the food that's being brought in there, um, oh there's my. already <laughs> guys have already started getting like, you know, infractions for like uh, break, violating the bubble, man. It's kind of it's kind of oh, crazy yeah. seeing what's oh, going yeah. on. I think Bruno Caboclo and um, who was the other guy? There was one other guy who I'm forgetting right now where basically like, you know, it was announced that they had violated the bubble in some ways. And, you know, maybe this is just like they're lying and they're just covering up or something like that. But apparently with Bruno Caboclo, it was just that he was he went down to the lobby. He left his room like to ask if he could get some more food or something like that. That was like because apparently like you can't leave your room for the first three days or something like that. And, you know, you know, we were joking around about like, you know, these rich guys are acting like they're in jail or something like that, even though they're staying in these like high class resorts but yeah ultimately when it's something like that when it's like that seriously taken that you're not even allowed to literally leave your what like your hotel room or whatever i that is that does kind of like suspect to me man that is kind of weird sounding and yeah i can see why some of the players were kind of resistant to this whole bubble thing because i don't know if you're not even allowed to leave your room like you basically don't have like any freedom at all and yeah that's a weird look to have that happen man and then an, yeah. another thing that uh, well, 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 let, well let's not forget about the WNBA how their living conditions is I know we didn't get to we haven't touched on that yet I know we talked about yeah, it yeah yeah <laughs> but we didn't touch on their living conditions are even worse I think they're saying like at a Motel 6 it's terrible yeah, how they're treating these women horrible. It's, it's really really like, bad like I think there was like an earthworm on the floor or something like that yeah that's ridiculous and, yeah. you guys that's ridiculous apparently the commissioner changed the um, what uh, what do you call changed like their accommodations after that or something like that but come on why would why were they in that situation in the first place were you, in the first yeah, place yeah. were you trying to like sneak that through and hope nobody noticed or something like that I don't even know what's happening there like it was just terrible. Yeah. Like they need to treat them more with respect. Uh, WNBA, I'm watching it. It's really good. Did you hear? Um, and not going off of like the sports, it's because it just it's running through my mind right now. Do you hear about the MLS? You know, I think it's DC, the DC whatever. Their team has seven positive Corona like tests, yeah, COVID tests, and so they, their team had to uh withdraw from the MLS season. Did you know that? I, I, I kind of heard about that, but I didn't know it was specifically DC. But yeah, that's pretty crazy, man. I mean, we're seeing that in the NBA too with guys um, getting like COVID, already guys getting COVID and stuff like that. Russell Westbrook, are, uh, I guess, ha- has it and he's going to be coming to uh, Orlando a little later. James Harden hasn't come yet. But yeah, this is kind of terrible to joke about. But, you know, they're already starting. The Rockets are already starting to choke in the playoffs haven't even started yet. So. Oh my God! <laughs> but so, Westbrook is not that guy. He I mean, will press he's probably, as much as he can. I mean, he's pressing, but you know, he's the. I think the choking gene is starting to, you know, transfer over to him from James Harden already. You know, he's starting to learn those. Yeah, James Harden's going to do. That. Hey, James Harden lost that weight. <laughs> yeah, telling you he's the master of the drilling. Yeah, I mean, I guess I don't know, man. Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, we saw Nikola Jokic uh, lose a bunch of weight. Apparently, he has like COVID yeah. too. So I don't know. Maybe the that whole weight loss thing is related to getting COVID or something like that I don't know but yeah I mean uh and this is more of like a lighter story or something like that but there was actually a girl like some Instagram model or whatever who said that basically that she got invited to the bubble already and she said something about how oh you know this league is definitely getting shut down at some point because of uh this whole coronavirus thing so yeah I mean apparently like people are investigating it and like there are two NBA players who follow her Montrez Harrell and Rodion Kuroks 
um, from the Clippers and Nets respectively and Harrell I think denied it so I guess Rodion Kirk from the Nets he just decided to invite this random girl into the bubble <laughs> and, and you know he's some notoriety has already started to come up from that so yeah, and I think the funniest part of it for sure was someone said, I think Mo Bamba said that it was definitely Donovan Mitchell that invited her or something like that. And she was like, no, I wish it was Donovan Mitchell. So I don't know. Maybe she that is crazy. maybe she just got her invitation rescinded from that. But yeah, I mean, like, you know, we were talking about this a little bit, man. I mean, I think we were trying to be not explicit or something like that. But, you know, ultimately these guys want, like, are used to having a certain type of lifestyle and certain types of freedom exactly. and stuff like that. So you know this yeah. is this type of issue is already starting to come up so do you think that as this bubble continues or something like that do you think that this type of issue with confusion over you know girls that they're bringing in or leaving and at, in the incorrect way or leaving at the wrong time or something like that do you think that is something that could be a much bigger issue too too or um uh, I, I think they're going to finish out i think they're finish out the the season and they will crown a champion now, do I feel like the champion will be a Laker or a Clipper or somebody that was actually in the running for it? No, I don't. Because I feel like three or four teams are going to be with, going to have to withdraw, just like the D.C., just like D.C. did for the MLS. I think a couple of teams going to have to withdraw from the bubble. And I feel like um, it's going to become a problem. Like, you know, these are NBA players. They're not like not being explicit, but these are dudes that have women follow them from game to game trying to get to their hotel rooms and they you know whatever whatever now they're in a bubble saying that you cannot the worst thing you could tell a man is something that he cannot have right it's the uh the forbidden fruit you know the shiny ball syndrome whatever you want to call it they're going to break the rules and people are going to get sick and so you know that's just that's just what it yeah is. and these are all young guys too like young like athletic guys young who dudes. do a lot of athletic activity yeah. and have like healthy like libidos and stuff like that you know like you know we talk about jr smith being like this old washed up guy or whatever and he's like what 34 35 years old so you know exactly. i mean like you know these are all young guys mostly in their 20s and stuff like that even some like 19 year olds and teenagers and stuff who i mean you know this is like not to get too explicit or whatever but you know this is something that is a natural thing that you know people just want not just guys like women also you know are interested in yeah. these types of activities and stuff like that too i'm really trying hard not to be too explicit here man i'm trying to <laughs> what you're telling me to do so yeah you know this is just like a natural biological impulse that you know all human that you know most human beings do have so yeah it's i mean uh, it's human nature so yeah i mean like i definitely yeah this can definitely think as things go along and did you see that one video where i forget it was one of the lakers i think who put up a video of like how to order your food that you were allowed to meet your postmates deliverer guy or whatever like that's crazy to me man like if you're like <laughs> to be like an adult who's not like in jail or something and you have to meet up with someone at, like one specific point to get your food delivery i mean that just doesn't make any sense to me i i don't know man i i understand this stuff about the concerns about the cba and stuff like that i understand all that stuff but i hope this is all worth it to like do all this crazy stuff yeah. just to play just to yeah. play basketball and you know we, we love basketball it's like you know know people literally complain how much we talk about basketball but you know i think that there's 
more important things going on in terms of social justice issues in terms of like you know the sickness and stuff like that especially considering that it is spreading again now you know i think florida had the highest number of positive tests in any state or something like that recently so you know and guys are starting to test positive too for it too i think it's only been a couple out of 300 so far but you know as these guys start doing more physical activity and interacting with each other more directly i think it's definitely going to happen but yeah i don't know man this there's bigger forces at work that want to make that have a lot of money at stake here so i don't know ultimately i think the money is going to win out as it usually does but to talk about something that's i don't know uh you know yeah. maybe related to this whole thing um uh, rajon rondo actually got his um pro or something like that and so yeah so you know people as soon as he uh bad it was he intentionally yeah, he broke did. his wrist so he wouldn't have to you know stay in that room or something like that i don't know uh, i thought yeah i thought that was kind of funny but yeah i think it's unfortunate for the lakers obviously unfortunate for him hopefully he can come back soon did you see mario chalmers i think he was commenting on instagram or something like that being like you know i'm ready you know <laughs> they can sign me whenever they want or something like that yeah 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 i mean yeah. yeah, and that's terrible because you know LeBron and Mario Chalmers beef they all the time like when they're in Miami. Because you know, all uh, the time LeBron they was kind of like so semi bullying Kevin said. Love, to be honest, and they were like kind of argue a lot. I think, but Kevin Love was basically like the first guy that he hugged once once they won that championship in 2016. So I don't know. LeBron is just kind of like a weird passive aggressive guy with his teammates. So I don't know. Maybe. He, Maybe they can I actually think that because he got injured and it wasn't related to coronavirus, they don't actually have an extra roster spot to sign someone because of that. So, I don't know. I don't know. Hopefully, Mario Chalmers is achieving his personal goals in some other way besides basketball because I don't exactly. think the basketball is going to be happening for him this year. So, um... Yeah, I don't think it's happening for any other. Well, going off of that and talking about, I know we were talking about like inappropriate and, you know, just what's appropriate, what's not appropriate for like, you know, when we was talking about Washington, D.C. Now, I call it America's team, not the Dallas Cowboys, even though we should talk about that also, but the New England pa- the New England Patriots. I feel, you know, there was a lot of stuff that came out about Cam. Um, I think there was an article I read uh, today in the Undefeated uh, saying that, you know, Cam got humbled by that deal, and it's because he was a black quarterback. Um, that's why he got a, a terrible deal. And I was thinking, well, Cam got hurt a couple of times. You know, he had all these these surgeries and so. But then after I, I read that, the article, but, uh, start yeah, making more sense. Yeah, you go ahead and then I'll kind of like react. Did you read the article whatever, about Cam guess, and know, about him being humbled? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. It was just talking about you know how Cam is the only. Uh, MVP that was in within the last like five that's like within like a five year radius that went to a different team that get got paid under three million dollars a year. They said that Cam was the only person that was drafted number one that went to a new team with the four to five years removed of MVP season that's been to the Super Bowl that 
is getting under three million a year. They made examples of how Drew Brees tore his like tore up his shoulder. Didn't even get on Miami's like second list of like quarterbacks to look at when he left San Diego. And when he got uh, put on for New Orleans, you know, that gave him this big old mega. I think it wasn't big, but it was like fifteen million or something to that magnitude. And he was coming off even worse a worse injury than Cam. They talked about how Kurt Warner uh had came had left from like I forget left from Arizona and went to uh, uh, New York to groom Eli Manning and they paid him like seven million Peyton Manning we didn't it was like a 10% chance I mean he went to Super I, I Bowl I forget who his backup was was it defense. Paxton Lynch was his backup I think to like defense, whoever his backup Peyton was like started saying, like, like, the but, la- um, like the latter half of that year or something like that so definitely yeah not even just his yeah, defense yeah, yeah, it was. like the other quarterbacks on his team carried that team too <laughs> Oh, the year, yeah. And they pay. To carry that team. And, and, and that team was legit. They won the playoff game with Tim Tebow. And they didn't even have to pass the ball. They just ran. So the year prior to that, because they beat the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. And so my thing about it was, is like, and they paid Peyton like a gang of money. I can't remember the number, but it was like a 10% chance that he was going to be able to finish that season. He got cut by the Broncos, like these quarterbacks. But you see how it was. They, you know, of course, they have a certain common denominator. And I think that they were saying, well, with Cam, you know, his antics yeah. and whatever, I've, whatever, I've, and, you know, his demeanor. I've never really understood really, that. Like, it was really terrible. I've never really understood that. Like, if he gets oh, in a coach phase, kind of he's disrupted. call him his stuff like antics or stuff like that. And I think that most of his stuff is, like, defendable just because he's played with, like, shitty quarterbacks his whole career. And, you know, he has to he has vent out his frustration in some way. But, like, yeah, I don't know, man. I feel like, uh, exactly. yeah, just... Uh, yeah. Odell yeah. Beckham, I, you could say, has antics and stuff like that. In but like, way. I don't see Cam having like any sort of antics at all. I just see him as kind of being like this exuberant, like almost even kind of like corny person who's just kind of like enthusiastic about stuff, right? Yeah, that's what I see him as more than someone who's like a- a- doing a ton of antics or something like that. I don't know, man. That narrative never made sense to me. He is. He is. And and he, yeah. Well, 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 yeah, and I get confused. Like, okay, they say, well, he gets mad. He gets in the coach's faces here or there. But it's like, okay, when he does it, it's aggressive. It's disturbing for the team. It's, you know, being terrible. But then when Tom Brady does it, he's just showing passion because he wants to win the game. And that's always been like the narrative. Just like I think I think I did. I think I I think I described that to you when we were going over quarterbacks, like the like how quarterbacks should be seen compared to what the quarterback is. And I remember I talked to you about that with LeBron James, how he changed the way you see a small forward slash power forward and how we have these quarterbacks now that are mobile. They're not mobile QBs. They're just the Nets evolution to a QB. They got an arm and they could throw and it could do certain things that other QBs can't do. Well, I feel like now I feel like Patrick Mahomes kind of like kitted into gear with that type of new mode of QB. But prior to that, they seen Cam Newton as just a showboaty because he celebrated at the end of a touchdown and there was like, oh, his antics. I was like, no, I feel like Cam Newton is a very good quarterback. He's the first quarterback. You know, I don't think Michael 
Vic even did that. I don't think I don't think there's too many quarterbacks that would just really show. I remember uh, uh, Colin Kaepernick would you know kiss his bicep when he ran in for a touchdown because he would run in for touchdowns. But Cam was the only one that would really you know hit the you know hit the folks. You know he'll do what he dab in doing all that. But he will always give a football to a kid in the stands. So it's kind of like I don't know where they're getting like he needs to be humble. Like if he's good, he's good. I mean, if he's good and he could do what he he could he could move the chain. So that's just what it is. I don't, I never understood why that stigma was the way it is. I'm happy that you know uh, uh, Patrick Mahomes. I like Lamar Jackson being able to change that mode. I like Deshaun Watson being able to change that mode. Russell Wilson, Colin Kaepernick at the time, even Cam, they changed the mode of how you're supposed to see a quarterback. These quarterbacks, I'm, I hate to tell everybody that likes uh, like their old school traditional quarterback that likes to stay in the pocket and don't move and think they're and win a championship i'm telling you right now that quarterback that type of quarterback is done that's done I'm, I'm sorry i hate to break it to you if you don't have a mobile quarterback that can move the change on his own or do something with his legs or something special with his arm and his legs you're not winning the super bowl it's over it's the the, the evolution of quarterback has happened and i'm not saying it's just black people yeah i mean that boy there, there's white quarterbacks who can definitely like and that boy Cincinnati, and like that he can move. Josh the one Allen i played for and, lsu uh, Buffalo, uh, Burroughs, Daniel, he's nice daniel there's jones a, from there. the giants i mean i never liked that the giants took daniel jones but he can like run and stuff like he mm-hmm. can make plays with his legs josh allen yeah. oh yeah I mean, there's definitely guys who can do that across, like, the racial spectrum or whatever you want to call it. So, yeah, that makes sense to me. can move. Even guys who are slightly less mobile, like Patrick Mahomes isn't, like, that mobile of a quarterback, but he can still climb up and down in the pocket. He can move around in the pocket and stuff like that. So, yeah, I mean, that's definitely something that's important for sure. And, I, yeah, I definitely agree with what you're saying about Tom Brady and other quarterbacks who have, like, Mm -hmm. you know, done other stuff or spoken against their coaches or something like that. And, I mean, Aaron Rodgers literally would, like, go against what what Mike mccarthy told him to do and like basically got mike mccarthy fired because he didn't want to work with him at all so and that's never been considered like <laughs> and, you know some people have said <laughs> about it but like you know that hasn't been considered like a big mark against him he's not signing for the mm. minimum anywhere and he's been injured a bunch too so i don't know man it just yeah I, it seems like he's someone who because he was able because he his injuries allowed like a slip up for him in his career pretty much you know that basically allowed people to mistreat him and i hope that he is with a good medical staff there in new england i hope he's healthy after taking the year off and i hope he proves a lot of people wrong and does really well there yeah i mean you guys come on jay cutler literally was on a bike in the middle of a, a playoff game because he got his feelings hurt. Cursing out coaches, do whatever the heck he wants. He's never okay. Wait, Jay Cutler does get seen as a crybaby, but Philip Rivers don't. And but you know, but they still end up having jobs. Jay Cutler, I think he went to Miami. I think you know he still had jobs. Like two years removed out of the league. And you tell me a prime Cam Newton. He's only thirty one yeah. years old. You guys. I mean, this like, should it's not be like, like he's like too old, because, washed you know, up. Now he has you know, like a QB. He's thirty one. He's in really great shape. Like, he has a cannon of like, physical arm. thing too. This should be like the prime of his career, pretty much the next couple of years. So, yeah. Yeah, I think exactly. that, you know, uh, hopefully the Patriots are getting a steal here. And it's going to be kind of weird to root for them next year. But, exactly. you know, I want Cam to succeed. So ultimately, I kinda guess I kind of do have to. But, you know, I, I can I can live with that. I know. Have to, but, 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 
going from one quarterback to the other, because I really want to ask you about this, because you and me have been talking about this for a good minute now. Um, um, do you think I Dak don't and the Dallas know, Cowboys but I feel like even if they don't, he's still going to get paid, because I think the franchise tag pays you with the average by tomorrow. Of five players at your position or something like that it's either top five or top ten so you know whatever thing that he signs he's going to be paid like a top five or top ten quarterback it's just going to be on a year-to-year basis they can reach a deal but yeah i don't know that i'm that optimistic because usually these things don't reach this point and you know if a team is serious about signing someone they'll just sign them so you know i feel like it's not going to happen at this point a long-term deal and maybe next year they can reach an agreement maybe not and you know who knows maybe he follows the kirk cousins path and then he keeps getting franchise tagged once they run out of the franchise tag then he goes and signs a big deal somewhere else you know that'll be the cowboys loss but yeah, I don't know. I feel like it's just not going to happen at this point. What do you think? Yeah, I don't. I, I, and this is going to sound really bad. And I, if anybody knows me, knows I'm not that type of guy. Like, oh man, because he's black. Oh man, because this person is white. Oh man, because this person is you know European. I don't say things like that. But I literally feel like just off of just Dallas is like like history and their cachet of how they sign their quarterbacks with, you know, just like you cannot tell me you're not going to sign Dak with what you did with Tony Romo. You know what I mean? I mean, Tony Romo, they said, well, he was a better quarterback. How? Like, really? How? Like, I don't think, I think Tony won one playoff game in his whole career with Dallas. And he fumbled the ball. I, I mean, I cannot express how much how overhyped Tony Romo was. And Dak has already did this within his first four years of being a Cowboy. Uh, won more than just one playoff game, you know. And I, they can say Zeke, Zeke, Zeke. But, you know, Dak is a good quarterback. If Dallas don't want him, you could come to the Niners, homie. Like, honestly, I'm okay with that. Like, I like I like Jimmy G a lot. You know, Jimmy's the, the dude, whatever. But, hey, I'm okay with, you know, like I said, this, the race for uh, the quarterbacks are different now they're, they're different breed now like they're a whole they're not just your stand in the middle pocket quarterbacks no more they're not those dudes no more the only time you can have that type of quarterback is if your defense is astronomically good and i could tell you right now we've seen what happened last year with the niners against a quarterback that is that type of quarter that that new prototype of quarterback you've seen what happened he was down 10 the defense does get tired because they got to come back on the field right after he has a cannon for arm boom 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 right back on the field boom boom boom. they're tired trust me yeah, i played uh, offense uh, and defense on football you like those yeah yeah breaks. i agree with I'm that telling you. he's not gonna get so, a deal but yeah you, ultimately I'm whatever you, franchise nice, but long, long story short you know, that's not gonna receive, get paid it's gonna be in a, it's either the average of the top five or top ten so he's still gonna get paid like the top ten quarterback that he is but it, it's unfortunately not gonna have the long-term security that you know the quarterback usually has so um He's not being paid like a yeah. Dallas Cowboy yeah, quarterback, sure. though. Yeah, yeah, I see that, man. For it's sure. not the lineage so of Dallas Cowboys that quarterback. I so he's not getting paid about as if he's a Dallas um, Cowboy. That's that's not the, that's not what's going getting on paid now. I think Chris Jones signed like a four-year, eighty-five million dollar deal with the Chiefs. Um, Miles Garrett signed a hundred twenty-five million dollar deal with the Browns, which was kind of surprising because of the whole suspension last year. I didn't. I thought that maybe they might have put that off a little bit, but. You know, I think 
they guess that they just decided that he, because he is so good and such a talented defensive lineman that they had to, you know, save him up as soon as possible. So, you know, we are seeing these guys getting these big deals. So, yeah, for, to see Dak not getting that deal being a quarterback and not even just the Cowboys, what a quarterback on any team usually gets is strange to me. But, yeah, ultimately I think that um, he is... I don't know, man. Football is weird because football is the sport where you probably have the least security and you probably have the least ability to like protect yourself in case of injury or anything like that just because of how often players get injured and how you know the contracts aren't guaranteed or stuff like that. So, yeah, I think it's unfortunate, but hopefully, you know, Dak can get paid and resolve the situation. Yeah, and it's not and it's not his fault that he came in with Sean freaking Garrett as his freaking head coach. That's not his fault. Like honestly, we'll see. Like I want Dak to step out and show out this year with uh. Yeah, yeah. Mike wait, McCarthy is the head coach. He has now. McCarthy, doesn't he? Yeah, he has McCarthy. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, he does. It's better than Sean Garrett though. So, but it's better than Sean Garrett. Like I feel like he would do more with. Uh, McCarthy yeah. than he you would know, do with know, Sean you Garrett. You know who uh, so, signed Sean Garrett? You know, it's not that's why he has Sean Garrett. Sean people, Garrett made some really, really guys, questionable. You know? Why I'm like, so depressed about play calls. Part of this team is like they're just run. I mean, I hope. I mean, I hope not. But yeah, I mean, yeah, wow. yeah, just, yeah. Just a baffling decision. For Saquon's me. Like, gonna what? get hurt. I don't know what they saw <laughs> in his years there in Dallas, where <laughs> he was just like had this awesome offense and he couldn't really do anything with it. That like that they're not seeing that you know that they think they're gonna get in New York. But yeah, hopefully you know they haven't even the the Giants haven't even been as mediocre as the Cowboys have been. So you know maybe they trust trying to get to mediocre instead of being horrible like they have been for the past few years. But yeah, I don't know, man. I think that. Um, Dak is going to take a major step up this year and whatever the Cowboys were going to have to pay him this year, I think it's going to be a lot more next year um, with the better co- better coaching. So yeah, and I think that ultimately he is going to show that he is a franchise quarterback and they might eventually end up losing out on more. that because they're not willing to yeah. pay him right now. So yeah, I don't know, man. He will he will win one Super Bowl. I can't say who he will win that one Super Bowl with, but I do know this this class of quarterbacks like up and down for the last like three to four years. Besides the besides the duds, I could I could honestly tell you these class of quarterbacks they're going to lead lead, lead they're going to win at least one Super Bowl leading their teams. I feel. Well, Patrick already did it. I know Deshaun Watson is going to do it at least one time. I definitely know Lamar Jackson is going to do it. I definitely no. I I don't think Josh Josh Allen Allen boy. Yeah, I think Josh Allen is way too. He's going to do it. I I think he's just way too inaccurate. uh, He's like he he was like an older uh, rookie. I think he was either you don't twenty three. I think maybe as a rookie twenty three or twenty three. He's going to do you guys. He's never been like an accurate quarterback, and you know, obviously, accuracy is really really important for a quarterback. So yeah, I think that his lack of accuracy is really going to hold him back because he's never really been accurate. Pretty much anywhere over his career and it's not like Lamar where even in college while he started off as being kind of inaccurate he kind of got better every year you didn't really see that with Josh Allen you haven't seen that in the pros either where Lamar took a real major step up from in the second year even as a passer than he did in his first year so you didn't see I mean, I, I like the Bills as a team. You know, I like what they're doing. I like that they got Stefan Diggs this year. Maybe he and the Bills are going to win a like championship. That, I don't know. I don't really believe in Josh Allen all that much. They're going to do honest. it. Yeah. 
I know you don't. I know you don't. I know you don't. But I feel like they will. I feel like Josh Allen got something special to him. I really do. I don't know what it is about him. I don't know if it's his leadership. I don't know something just special about him. And I feel like Buffalo is going to make Buffalo's going to make some noise. Who I feel is going to do to be the drop off is probably going to be Tennessee. And so um, Buffalo's going to take that rank. But you know, but in a conference with freaking well, and you're in a the conference now with Patrick Mahomes that didn't lose anybody. Lamar Jackson, that's only going to get better. At first, you can't even throw the ball. The only thing that stops Lamar is the playoffs. If he can get I over feel that like playoff for, hump, I feel like for Lamar, problem. it's just that you know he that. is just basically and like then a you have freaking I don't think it's really fair to say that he that is like a, with Bill someone who can't win in the playoffs like, or something like that yet. Just because, you know, he's like a second-year guy. And you can't compare him. I don't think... Yeah, I think I don't think you can compare it to Patrick Mahomes because Patrick is pretty much like someone that we're seeing as like a potential goat, you know. And I don't think anyone's saying that about Lamar. Yet. He's the so youngest too. Comparison between the two of them is is really fair. So yeah, uh, I think it's more of like being young for him, and he just doesn't really know how to know. win yet. And I think he'll learn because a great hey, player. Hey, I think hey, he's a great player. So hey, hey, I. Yeah, I I think he will once I think once he gets the experience under him and I think once he gets some good receivers. Do you think Lamar Jackson won the Super Bowl? So once he gets some better receivers, once he gets some more experience, I think that he he'll eventually win. But yeah, I I think he'll win for sure. I like Lamar Jackson's arm a little bit more better after last year. I just feel like he gets the jitters. Like he legitimately gets the jitters. Like for plus, but he's not like James Harden. He's not like Peyton Manning. He's it's his second year. He got thrown in the year before, and that was his first I, full year. Just like doing what he did, and he got like the, the MVP for it. So I really, really want to see how he comes out this year. Even I don't feel football is going to come back this year. You know, I feel like right. So you know, yeah, yeah, like you know. I mean, yeah, it's yeah, but those guys were together, right? And maybe we'll see some sort of difference there. But you know, he went against the ba- like Brady Belichick duo. Was it Brady? Was it Belichick? Pretty much, I think. On I think it was more Belichick than Brady. Like anyone else we've seen in football, pretty much. So yeah, I think he went against those guys, and those guys, uh, yeah, were pretty much. I think. Do, would you? I, I'd say they're probably like the greatest coach quarterback duo ever, probably in the NFL, right? Do you think there? Do you has any single combination like that ever been more successful, like six six Super Bowls or whatever? I don't think anyone has, have they? No, yeah, I think he he just went. Yeah, yeah, he went against pretty much the goat combo. I think so. Yeah, going against that, I think was pretty much no, what stopped him you, from winning. Uh, well, as much because well, you can't say I, championship I see it as kind wise, of similar no. to like almost like the MJ thing, like not on the same level, obviously, but like you know where MJ just guys went against him, and even if they were like great players, they just weren't able to win against him. And I think it's good for Peyton that he ultimately did win those two. But yeah, I don't really hold it against him too much, just because he was going against like two goats, pretty much. I do hold it against him. I do hold it against him. And you know why I'm going to tell you why I hold it against Peyton Manning? It's because I feel Peyton Manning was a way better the quarterback than Tom Brady ever was. Just by skill alone. He had a better arm. He had a better re- way to read. He could call plays and replays in the last reaction to where you could call an audible within five seconds and change the whole scheme to where the defense is on their toes. That's why you, everybody says that Peyton Manning is the best regular season quarterback of all time. I do hold it against him. I really, really do. I thought Peyton Manning would at least have four. 
at least have four. He he had the potential for four. He won two. He got one. And you gotta think about it. Tom Brady and them really didn't they they went ten years with you know before they won their next Super Bowl after their little run. And so it's like I don't really Yeah, like, yeah. It's I it's, really feel like it's so Peyton, funny that I, the, I mean his little his baby brother Bowls, did it. Tom, uh, Tom Eli Brady won two two. 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 He won um, two Eli Manning and Nick Foles. <laughs> That's really funny. And so it's kind of like I mean, Nick has been a pretty much Nick. Was, Nick has pretty much been a backup quarterback his whole career, right? Eli I mean, Manning. He had like a couple of seasons as a starter, and he had that and nice Nick. run. Hey, the, hey don't talk about my boy but, Nick. You know, he's you pretty know much been a backup Nick quarterback Foles. his whole career, and he lost to and you know Tom Brady lost to Peyton's little brother, Peyton's goofy little brother, and uh, Nick Foles like a backup quarterback for his career. Like <laughs> that was that's his major Super Bowl losses, right? And so yeah, that was pretty funny to me, and I think it also the funny thing is that Peyton basically had to be dragged to the second Super Bowl to even match Eli <laughs> so yeah that, yeah 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 he did he did he really did. yeah but that's what I'm saying like I'm disappointed in Peyton only because of that matter I mean you know there's you know it's not just him the whole team has to play the defense has to play I just felt like Peyton was so great in his time you know that he could have won more but just I feel the same way about Dan Marino too though you know what I'm saying like I feel like just on like if you if you was to take just a regular just raw skill of your quarterbacks and draft them whatever whatever you will have Aaron Rodgers, Dan Marino, and Patrick Mahomes I'd, your first top three picks somewhere up there too are. for sure man and just then Peyton will probably like come the combination right of like throwing so ability just, and running ability you know, I think those are my like quarterbacks who's like just the most natural like arm down. skill just Cam. hmm yeah yeah. Who? Who? Oh, Cam New? Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I get that. But the thing about Cam, the thing about what separates Aaron, Dan, and Patrick was it wasn't just they got arm strength and they were so freaking accurate. They could put it in your number. They can and they will put it in your numbers. Dan was crazy good. I don't know how he ended up not winning a Super Bowl. Aaron Rodgers has not had a receiver drafted in the first round since he's been to Green Bay. That is crazy. That is crazy. They never draft they have not drafted a first round receiver for I mean, Aaron Rodgers. They got receivers came in, that came in. Yeah, I mean what's really get, been Aaron Rodgers. And if you can't name really like good. seven I mean, players on this team. Like honestly. Besides so, if you think you know, you think not, Aaron Rodgers, Clay yeah, Matthews, and Clay yeah, Matthews will be play for the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, Devontae yeah, Adams maybe. I would say that like I would say that yeah, like you know, taking a quarterback this year was just pure insanity to me. I know, you know it <laughs> made no sense to me at all. A quarterback who you know thanks to Aaron, like, thanks to Aaron Rodgers, or something like that. He was kind of like this inaccurate type of guy, kind of similar to Josh Allen to be honest. Good athlete who's kind of like inaccurate and stuff like that. But yeah, yeah, just crazy to me how uh, Aaron Rodgers has been treated over there in Green Bay. Oh my God, here he goes. Yeah, 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 yeah. But but you are right. I would pick Cam. Only thing about it is, I you're right. I would like. But you're saying raw natural talent. Like if you're just talking about throwing and running, those are my top three. Then Peyton and Cam, which is really crazy because they win each other, win against each other in the Super Bowl. Their last Super Bowl was with against each other. But I would put Cam up there too because the thing about Cam, 
yeah, people keep sleeping on Cam. He he's not as fast as a lot of the running quarterbacks, but his first like three games when he first came in, and I don't like to live in the past like that, but it was over four hundred yards. He was reading blitzes like crazy. And then thinking about Cam, he can move the boys like six, seven, two hundred and like seventy some odd pounds. You're not stopping him. And so it's like you would want that on your squad. And so yeah, and I feel like the thing I feel like with like Cam, I feel like they knew that he is six five, yeah, six you, I think he's like he six. Was more of like the power and he was that big so they felt like he kind of tries to go around him but you still Lamar is someone who's more like tries to go around if he didn't have hill stuff like that but uh yeah but but yeah cam is cam is so big that you know he was trying to run through guys and i feel like unfortunately that's the reason why he gets injured as much as he does it's just he kind of puts himself in the middle of those situations but he's so yeah if he wins so boy that i think for sure then that would be a good for his career for sure Oh yeah, Prashant, that's what I was gonna ask you. This did okay you guys, this is not a prep question. You guys just let you know this is me just coming up with this question for Prashant. I, don't so know, if man. He's I feel like the whole aware of the question. This is like, what it is. How do you I think feel? I think it's silly. I think it's silly when players get worked up over it. I think overall it's it's a Madden. game, you know. I think that and and literally like two weeks in one week into the season, they're gonna change their roster and change the It's ratings. a big deal. So like it's a big who, deal. So like, yeah, who cares? I think about that. The one thing that did kind of like annoy me though was that they it's put Josh Allen as having greater arm strength than Patrick Mahomes. I think they put Josh Allen as like 99 arm strength and Patrick was like 97 and it's like why are you putting him lower than Josh Josh Allen in arm strength you know I think they have pretty comparable arm strength you know why I could I, I, I could tell you why I could tell you why I could tell you why Everyone knows I'm a gamer, so not not like a hardcore gamer like that's my life. But I do like to play Madden in 2Ks on occasion, and Call of Duties and whatever, whatnot. Uh, uh, Patrick Mahomes in Madden 20 had a 99 arm strength, and he was his like his his trait was bazooka. What happened was is that he got injured, and so they go based on the season that happened, and then about how your hype is plus the projection of next year. And so, if you do, we do remember that Patrick was injured a lot of the part of last year, and so that's why his arm strength is not as good as Josh. I just don't. I think they're like, but you know, like I said, they no. might be tripping because Brady. Think, I'm I sorry. Got, yeah, Tom, I have to be biased. You know, go right now. I don't know if he's too. great of that's all time overall player. football See, player that's a debate because everybody before, so yeah, that's I, when you get I'd put him as I think Lawrence Taylor in, uh, ever too, but yeah in terms of quarterbacks <laughs> I would say he's the gold quarterback for sure yeah. right now yeah what there's no there's no difference between those two things there's no difference between those two things man he's the goat but the boat is Aaron Rodgers the best of all time. <laughs> the boat. He's right now. Yeah, he is. You could be greatness, being the best, being the best quarterback, like the best quarterback, and being the greatest, greatest incumbents, your achievements, and whatever. But if you could say just raw, just quarterback, quarterback, trait for trait, Aaron Rodgers is probably the boat between him and Tom Brady. I think Patrick Mahomes is like if like freaking Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre and like Warren Moon had like had a baby or some kind of like 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 Connor Kent from like 
from like DC. You take one part of the genes, put a boom, 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 and you put him, that's Patrick Mahomes. So I think Patrick Mahomes, when you say greatest of all time, I feel like greatest it should not be debatable. You know what I'm saying? Like when you're the greatest, Look, there's man, no debate. I, I, you're just I hate head, the pre- like head uh, and shoulders over but everybody. But yeah, I still else. think that he's everybody the says that Tom is the great else, greatest you know? of all time. They say that, that you know, but do they feel it? Because there's always a debate. There's still a Montana debate. There's still about well, he really can't beat Aaron Rodgers at that position. I think so. Yeah, I think. What were you gonna say? Yeah, but that's still winning, though, man. Like, it does, like that's still winning. It, like, it was if you do enough to win, then guess what? You won the Super Bowl. If you do enough to win the Super Bowl, then you won the Super Bowl, right? I mean, like, and that, that's he wasn't blasting so, yeah. people in I Super think Bowls. In terms of, like, no one else has the goals. level of achievement that he does, and I think that's why I put him as the greatest, greatest oh of all time God. right now. But yeah, I think Patrick is definitely already breathing down his neck to win the. To win the MVP in your first year starting, to win the Super Bowl in your second every year starting, I just feel really take over the league the way Patrick has done, I think really is definitely something that, uh, yeah, puts him in that conversation already. Oh, yeah. Sure, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. If Patrick wins, if Patrick wins back to back, he misses um he misses the super he goes he like he say he loses to Lamar Jackson right the year after that say Lamar was like hey I'm putting on my big boy pants on and you know what I'm grown up now this is my fourth year no nah, you ain't doing this Lamar Jackson goes crazy runs for like two hundred and like fifty two yards passes for like three hundred twenty five yards right that's his game right and then he wins the Super Bowl so Patrick loses to the Super Bowl MVP that year um then let's say Cam runs one off you get another one from Lamar and then as you know the Niners win one you know I like how you Cincinnati I like I'm how you snuck in the Niners the, um, there the Browns <laughs> <might win laughs> one. I'm just putting up there because now I like you know Cleveland. <laughs> The Niners gonna rip one off. I'm just saying. And then you got um I, I do feel like like I said Deshaun Watson, but then say if like Mahomes come back and win one more. I feel like he only has to win four to be considered the greatest of all time. I've maybe, only that's how maybe I feel. if he gets like more like he'll like he'll MVPs and is statistically like, better than that, Tom that's and stuff like not that, how, you know, which I think no. he ultimately will be, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. If he gets that and gets like four Super Bowls or something like that, then I think he could be considered like Oh yeah, he's you know he's gonna get that. You know he's gonna do more than that. And I know my our Advent listeners, like I, I think we have like hardcore like listeners, you guys, like they're no joke. Um, I know you guys are gonna grill grill me on this one about football because the young be like, well, why don't you, why don't you like that with LeBron or why don't you? Because you know now you're saying it's not about championships. It, I know that you guys are gonna say that, and I know people will like. It's just the way that it's done, how dominant you are, how you're running things. I always. When you go into a, a game with Tom Brady, it was always a toss-up. It was like how me and Prashanta just, this is how I feel. I don't know how Prashanta feels. Prashanta's crazy. You know, he thinks I've, that, I've never know, said that. I didn't even uh, put him in my top two, man. LeBron so is the greatest. You, so. you can't say that. That's slander. That's called slander but, right um, there, man. <laughs> I'm just trolling. I'm just trolling. <laughs> I'm just trolling. But I feel like it's all about, you know, when you were top dog, are you really top dog? Like, like how much were you top dog? Like, honestly, like if you go against another generational like uh, quarterback and you're like two or three generational quarterback, okay, I could give it still to you. Why give it? I don't consider Tom. I feel like Bill. We'll know. I can tell you guys if Tom Brady does better. 
then Bill Belichick with Cam Newton this year, I'll give it to Tom that it was Tom. But if Bill Belichick takes a Cam Newton to an AFC championship game, even if they win or lose, that means he high, that means Cam will either have to beat a Lamar Jackson, a Patrick Mahomes, or a Deshaun Watson. Get that and get get that tough. He would have to be one of those players to get to the AFC championship. That means that I would give that to Belichick and I would say, nope, it wasn't Brady, it was Belichick. If Brady gets and win the NFC, which I feel the NFC is a little bit more tougher this year. I really do. I really, really feel like the NFC is going to be really, I feel uh, Russell Wilson is going to come out stronger. I feel Kyler Murray and the Corners are going to be a way more are better you team. Already the Niners going are back for on revenge. The Niners I feel Dallas has something we to prove. I, I feel like Phil is going to come out, Carson Wentz is going to come out like crazy. So yeah, are you already going back on that? Oh yeah, no, no. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. The Niners are not going to go to the, the the Super Bowl this year. I could, I could guarantee you that. I could guarantee you that. Do the biggest fall, man? Because we said the biggest fall. The biggest fall off from the Niners would be not making the Super Bowl. Do I feel like they'd be in contention to make yeah, the playoffs? Yeah, I think I think they're too. Yes. Do I feel like they're going like to make the playoffs? For sure. But yeah, I feel like Jimmy That's G was so kind of really, really disappointing f- last year, and he needs to show I think more than he did for sure. He needs to do something. He, prove me wrong. You know, prove prove us wrong. But I'm just being honest. I feel like the Seattle Seahawks are no joke this year. I feel like I feel like they're no joke this year. I feel that uh, uh, what's the uh, Green Bay? I feel like Aaron Rodgers. They lit something under him, and I feel like he's going to leave after this year. But I feel like he's going to show them what they're going to be missing out on the next two or three years. I feel like like the NFC is going to just be a little bit more like ragged. But I feel Chicago, you know, my boy Nick Foles is up in there. So I feel like Chicago is going to be it. I feel like Minnesota still is pretty strong. I, I really don't favor their offense, but their defense is really, really good. You know, there there's these teams in the mix that are really wild cards that I feel like, you know, I don't, you know, that will, that will test Tom. And the difference between AFC and... And NFC, back in the day, the AFC used to be kind of like the grudge, kind of like we went in the trenches. You know, you got to win based on defense and your run game. That turned over to the NFC. And so even though Tom has all these weapons in Tampa Bay with these amazing receivers, like, man, Lord have mercy. Like, if you was going to go into, like, a, a, a situation that's, like, Super Bowl ready, Tampa Bay was going to be Yeah, for sure, man. And, and Especially line, on sure, that, that, that team is just crazy stacked. Put together, so. That team is stacked. Yeah, yeah. And so... But we'll see when these. Yeah, for sure. Mike Evans, OJ it's Howard, crazy good, right? Uh, all I feel like guys. it's a cheat code. Like I feel like all those great receivers, Mike Evans, like and like, no and you're talking about, uh, and you're talking about, what do you call uh, Trenchers? They have a great offensive line there and too. Like they have just check their forties. You they guys, their forties are no all joke. Together. Like I, I would say, running backs maybe is like their one weakness. But I think that with all that, yeah, with, I think that the running backs did they? Uh, who they who they take? I forget who it was. They just drafted a good Warner back. They just drafted a running back. Yeah, they did. They did. They they draft. Ooh, I just lost his name, but I do know he came in like the first round. He was like a, a high pick too. He was like probably like the third running back or fourth running back that was drafted. I mean, he's no joke. And so, and I I think he's from Ohio or Oklahoma. I forget, but he's I forget. You guys can mark me on this one, but I definitely know he's a good running back. He's really really good. They're not lacking in their offense. They're not lacking in offense none whatsoever. I expect if Tom doesn't break no records, I'm gonna be surprised. And then he's got a, a Gronk too. 
And then they got Gronk too, so that they better break some records. But I feel like the defense, oh, the NFC's Kishan defense, Bond. Kishan Bond, by the way, are right. a little bit more different than um, AFC's defense. The to, NFC's the NFC's defense defense is like overall, crazy. And he's from Vanderbilt, so yeah. There we go. Yeah, yeah, Vanderbilt. So Tennessee, you know, in that Oklahoma area, I guess. Oh wow! I thought they took Oklahoma, yeah. Ohio. I wonder who that was then. Yeah. Okay, whatever. <laughs> I knew something was in that area. Okay, well, anyway, he's good. I feel like I just I fear for him with the defenses. I really do. You could you cannot say none of the NFC's defense is like like not legit. Like there's not really no NFC defense that's not really you're scared of. I think the Rams defense is really scary still. I think the Rams are going to be okay. Um, but their defense is solid. You know, San Francisco's defense is always going to be solid. Dallas's defense is no joke. You got Seattle. That's always going to still somewhat be like a shadow of the Legion of Boom. Like they're like Arizona's defense is no joke. You know, their corners are no joke. You got a lot of NFC defense. Chicago's no freaking joke. Minnesota's no joke. Like there's so many defensives that Tom's going to have to learn to chop them up. If he could do it, he has the weapons. We'll see. We will see. Belichick has a, a MVP quarterback looking to wreak havoc on the league. So we'll see who who was who was really the you know the engine that drove that. Uh, um, I feel like uh, how do you like, feel about that? Uh, I know I went on a rampage. We'll see. About I guess and it's it's good that they both kind of like landed in like good situations for themselves. To be honest, like you know Tom went to a good team that has a good coach and good players around him, and Bill was able to replace Tom with Cam. So you know it's you know it's like uh, when you break up with someone and both people end up in a good situation i guess i don't know yeah yeah like yeah it's good for both of them so yeah i guess we're gonna see who was ultimately like the driver behind it but i think like most other <laughs> things it was a combination of both of them so yeah uh, i don't know that's a boring answer for me i guess but yeah i think ultimately it was pretty much both of them who contributed to that but yeah i guess we will see and with that i think it's time to wrap up this episode so is there anything else that you wanted to say dax or um nothing else brianna taylor uh shout out to nascar still doing what they're doing bubba wallace still doing what you're doing um i like what i'm seeing from the you know mlb the baseball i like the shortened season it makes it more important for every game now it's not as boring um soccer yeah you know uh WNBA, good looking for switching the women to better accommodations like how you supposed to have done in the first place and uh just shout out to my buddy prashanta for doing this this recording with me i know we kind of you know this was impromptu but you know he came ready he came with the facts and he came coming so anything from you prashanta um nothing really man thanks for the compliment i guess uh you know just uh uh remember guys our email steroids are good podcast at gmail.com for any questions or anything like that um you know you can leave us a review and a rating please five stars on itunes all that stuff that helps out and that is pretty much it guys so uh thank you for tuning in and we'll join you again next week bye all right night